listening to Indiana Jones in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at the artifacts that make up the world of Indiana Jones. Backstories, histories, and details about some of our favorite characters. And now, here are this week's hosts of Indiana Jones in Character. Hello and welcome to Indiana Jones in Character. Dramatic pause. In character. That's right, because now we're doing it, and I love doing the show with you. Have I ever told you that? Have I told you lately that I love you? I know. That's your uh, wedding song with your wife. Yes, it is. That's a funny story. <laughs> At your wedding? Yes. The first, you know, dance as bride and groom, you know, it's all planned out, and the DJ's like, uh, you forgot to bring the song. Why is that my job, though? Well, shouldn't he have it on his list? That's not my job. On his iPod list? But they weren't around back then, huh? IPod. No. So I had to drive all the way to your house. You, you gave did. me your key. I, I went in your house. Dog was there. Like, what are you doing here? Suki, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and had to get the Rod Stewart CD and drive all the way back. Yes. And you know what's... I missed like an hour of that wedding. What sucked was... I, I, and, you know, we could only afford what we, we could afford, I guess, back in the day. I drive by that little disgusting little firehouse station, whatever that thing was sometimes. Yeah. And I go, ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I drive by there. I go, that's where we had our reception at. That's where you were first introduced as man and wife. Yes. And Tim from Stars and Character did the Austin Powers dance. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? We, um, I think I walked out to, it's kind of weird, I think to the Superman theme. Yep. Not the Star Wars thing. When you do your Superman show with Tim, you can uh, talk about that then. But we're talking about Indiana Jones. And character. And this episode is about a bunch of people eating. <laughs> right? Yes. Do you forget already what you're supposed to it's say? Mo- Mo- Moesha, did you say? Yeah, Moesha and friends. <laughs> Moesha and friends. The Maharaja and That's his That's what guests. I said. Mahaja and <laughs> <laughs> my wash is hanging in the laundry should line the show. Well, we already did a, an episode on the food itself. So if you haven't heard some of our old episodes uh, while we're going through this and you want to know what the menu was that night, we have a, a whole thing about the menu yeah. and the, the uh, people that you see eating. But this is about the more prominent members of that party. This might be the first time I didn't really watch the scene beforehand. So you don't know anything about what I'm about to tell you? I will when you start talking about it. Okay. Flashbacks. All right. Well, I'll get started then. This is, you're going to get three really, three characters in this episode with the mention of a few others. Um, We'll start with the Maharaja. His full title is His Supreme Highness, the Maharaja of Pankot. Is that the kid? The kid. Okay. His character's name is Zalim Singh. Zalim Singh? Sing, sing. Panda sing, bear. sing a song. Sing, sing out loud. Sing, sing out, out strong. strong. That's all I know. Zalim Singh, born in 1922. So he's 13. That puts him at about 13. Teenager? Yeah. Shit. I mean, that happens in, in a lot of other cultures. You saw the golden child. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I have. That kid was not 13, though. No, he was even smaller. Yeah. Well, but in those customs, it's like the reincarnation of, like, this way the Dalai Lama often goes. This is a royal family. So I'll give you some background on him. 
he's really I mean, Pankot. I'm going to give you actually the characters and Pankot itself. Okay. Because that's mentioned a lot, and I think it's an important part of this story. Pankot is a province in India, and Zalim Singh's father is was once the prince named Premjit Singh. He was the Maharaja. Now, I'll give you some background on him, so you're getting like kind of a bonus character here. He was a good man. He discovered the thuggy cult and wanted to expose them to the British colonists, but he was murdered by Mola Ram. No, how? Heart? He was poisoned, and it was made to look like an accident. Like, he was poisoned, and then he went, like, riding. Like, it was a riding accident, and he died, like, during the riding, and they think, oh, he just, like, fell off his... They didn't say I, what he was writing. I can't writing. see Mola Ram being that smartly planning that whole out. It was like a, it was almost like a coup. Like they they murdered this Bless guy. You. His painting is supposedly. I watched the movie today. I told Chris like I was gonna watch the scenes, and I'm like, why am I just watching scenes of this movie? I sat and watched the whole movie. Delightful way to spend an afternoon. Blu-ray. Yes, that's right. Thanks to you. Um, his painting is supposedly in Temple of Doom. I don't see it anywhere. Like, but there's a painting of him somewhere in probably that that dinner room probably now to continue this background on pankot it's in what would be northern india if it was real the british took over like they were taking over india in in real history um but this is near the end of british rule Uh, the british when they took over actually got rid of the thuggy cult the thuggy cult worships the goddess kali uh we've mentioned that on other shows So in 1837, the British come in and destroy the thuggy cult as it is in Pankok. They destroy the temples. They kill over 300 of the cult members. That's a lot. But it always lingers. Lingers? Like like a fart? (laughs) The thuggies are just like a fart. (laughs) Now, because Indy knows all this stuff when he goes to the dinner. Like, he's like, as soon as he gets to Pankot, he's like, he says, it's like, isn't this the center of activity for the thuggy? Like, he knows, right. he knows all that stuff, like, because he's a, he's, you know, a learned man, but that's like his first impression. The Sings as a family were against the thuggies. So, even the kid. So, like, the kid. The kid's annoying. Well, why do you say that? How he talks. I, I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. You can do an impression. But he goes, I. Dabba, 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 dabba. I. I don't know what he says. Do you have the script in front of you? <laughs> dabba, 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 dabba. Yeah, he's got like a high pitched British accent. I just didn't like I that. I was told that the thuggy cult was just. A- <laughs> yeah, it was like. That, that's it. He's like high pitch Eric. <laughs> Well, we'll talk about him a little more. I'm still giving you some background right. here. There is an actual real fort or city that that looks like that, and you can get there by elephant, just like in the movie. And in fact, there was a dynasty of princes that lived there and in this place called the Sings. So during the filming of the movie, the Indian government found out about all this, and they found it like really offensive that. You know, they were going to use this real palace and this this real name of these princes, and they wanted the script changed. No way. And Lucas refused. Well, good for him. First thing he's done right. Yeah. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and they instead of filming it in India where they were going to film it at this real place, they filmed it in Sri Lanka with a model 
in those shots of the palace like you, up on you the can thing. tell yeah, yeah you can tell it's like even the one shot it's kind of like moving you, like yeah the sky behind it's like an earthquake it. or something yeah, yeah it's like the sky is flickering um so so there you go there's some info on Pankot. Like, like like is that the one isn't there like, like a window shot scene we see like harrison they like, at a window or something yeah curtains and the whole thing's fake but that one little square yeah yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that. And the kind birds of stuff. fly by or bats or something. Yeah. That's when he's like, Shorty, where's my razor? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I like the idea that this is I mean the thuggy cult no that's made up, but this is like this pencot thing. You know. That that's that's that that's neat. Pencot. Yeah. Pencock. Bang bang my cock. Pencot. Thuggy little city. <laughs> um So the Maharaja himself, he's thirteen. He grew up with England, isn't, isn't he horny at that age? Like, what's he doing, being all rich and, and sitting there? Oh, hi. What? What is that? Isn't he horny? Isn't the girls on his wall like, like paintings? He doesn't seem like it. I, he doesn't seem horny at all. When I'm 13, forget it. You couldn't rule a country or a I, city. I, I, I can rule my cock, though. I'll tell you that. That's a new T-shirt. <laughs> I was always on my cock at 13. Come on, who wasn't, dude? You? The Maharaja. He was just too. He's he's too old for his. He acted too old for his age. The only scenes you really see him in are the dinner scene, and he seems very bored. He's like yawning. Yeah, even. Yeah, yeah, he does yawn. Yeah, remember that? Short round like waves at him, and he like ignores him. Yeah, and then you see him later participating in the thuggy rituals. Yeah, and then you see him at the end again. But uh, he grew up with English tutors. He's classically educated, and he like his father is against the thuggy cult. He speaks up at the dinner. When Indy's talking trash about the thuggies. That dinner I found out was called the Guardian of Tradition Dinner. I think I probably mentioned that on that other episode. Sounds sounds familiar. Um, But he speaks up in the movie and Indy apologizes. He does. Like if he's like, if I offended you. I am sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The kid is being honest. Like he does not like the thuggy. Because the next time you see him, he's like sticking a needle in that voodoo doll. He's a thuggy. Yeah. But the the thing about that is that he does not know he's being drugged. So when he says that stuff at the beginning, like I guess I, when I was younger, I saw that and I was like, he's lying. He was drugged. He's he is drugged the whole time by our next character, the prime minister and thuggy member, uh, Chatter Lal, who's the guy that does a lot of the talking in that yeah. scene. That guy is a member of the thuggy cult, and he is drugging the Maharaja. Never knew that. All along to get him to go along with the thuggy thing. So when the when the Maharaja says, I was told, you know, that, that whole thing. You told me. That he told you. <laughs> he actually is being honest and truthful. He doesn't agree with it, and he's he's carrying on his father's legacy. Is that why he talked like that? I mean, he was just so drugged up? Well, who knows? So high or he something? is like yawning and stuff. Yeah. Like I mean, there there could be something to that. Because the next time you see him, he's evil. Like yeah, he's like he's, ah. he's, he's, he, yeah, he's kicking ass. Yeah. That that evilness and the thing that happens to Indy later is called the black sleep of Kali. Yeah. That's when he's under control and he tortures Indy during that Pat Roach fight, like when they're trying to get him to drink the blood. That part always freaks me out. Because of the drinking. No! Oh yeah, you know that's and he kicks all the all the skulls or something down. There's candles, candles. Oh, yeah. and yeah, how he screams. Yeah, yeah, you do that well. Yeah, I love that part, dude. It's creepy, and that that the blood looks like what is that? Like you know the prop. And what the, is that? They're drinking it out of a head. Yeah, the with tongue, the lip, the mouth. Yeah, yeah. So short round, you know, like I mean, everybody knows the story. Short round burns him. 
He burns the kid, and the kid is thankful because he's woken him up like yeah. he's like he did to Indy. And after that, the kid is the one that runs and tells the British soldiers and this Captain Blumbert, who we're going to talk about, who saved them at the end. The kid really saves the day. He run as soon as he's awakened. He runs and tells the British. And when Indy's on that bridge and the archers are all shooting, so the arrows kid them, did that. Yeah. the The reason the British guys come at all to shoot down those archers is because the kid woke up finally and went to tell them. Come, is it the kid at, at the, who's at the end? He's at, at the points. End. He's that. Well, is that him or is that somebody else? You see him. I like I said. I watched the movie today. You see him for like really a fleeting second running ahead of the bridge. I remember that a little bit now. Yeah. He's there. Like he's at the bridge. Um because he's gone to get them. That's I never put that all together. Yeah. To be honest. Like when you think about this, especially when you're younger, you think of the kid's evil. Yeah. He's actually quite the opposite. He he's very heroic and he kinda he's good and he's pure and he really saves them at the end. Maybe now he'll get some some putang. Is that your hope for him? I'm hoping man. When you're thirteen that, that's all you think about. <laughs> When you're 42, that's all you think about. <laughs> when you're 72, <laughs> the actor was his name is his last name is actually Singh. It's Raj Singh. He never really did anything else. He was only in a couple of things, and the other things were all Indian cinema. So um, it seems like he acted when he was little, and that was it. Yeah, and kind of gave it up. But I mentioned Chatter Lal. He is the prime minister and thuggy cult member if you can picture him he's the first person that greets them when they get that. to Pancot Palace glasses glasses yeah. uh, suit I remember that yeah he is Oxford and classically educated as well uh, he speaks with an English accent he he tells Indy when he gets there that that he knows who he is like he heard I heard of you when I was at Oxford like he says it right away he is the guy that is really running the province like the day-to-day you know, because the kid's a kid. I mean, what's he going to do? Right. You know, like this guy is running the show. Um, it, I watched it today and after I watched, I did the research and then watched it and he welcomes them all. And he says he's enchanted to meet Willie and short rounds there. And he puts his hand on his cheek and he's like, welcome to Pancom Palace. And he like caresses short rounds cheek. Does he push him away the short round? No, he likes it because short round thinks he's a nice guy. And it's like, it was kind of like, chilling in a way because you know that later on like when that guy's saying that and being nice to him he's only gonna he only wants to enslave him like he's just he's another, behind all the kids down there yeah, yeah all those kids down there that's all part of him so like he's like really nice and he, he kind of like puts his hand on his cheek like to him it's creepy now yeah he's yeah. just another slave he's very defensive at the dinner when indy talks about the thuggy stuff and blumbert gets involved he is there in the thuggy temple he fights with indy with a knife during the Willie scene when she's being lowered in, in Indy. Yes, he does. Yeah. That's him fighting with Indy uh, when Willie's being sacrificed. He gets crushed by that yeah, by wheel. The, yes. That lowering mechanism. He punches him up and he just flips over the wheel and he yeah. crushes and he, him. He kind of stops the wheel from going, down. from going down. So when they have to wheel her back up, they have to get him out of there. Yeah. I kind of never wondered what happened to him once that was done. But in the story, he survives. He actually survives, goes into the palace, steals a bunch of stuff, like whatever he can get before he leaves. Jewels and everything. Yeah, like he just steals stuff and his whereabouts were unknown after that. And but that's like he, he escapes. That's kinda neat. And and I watched it today, knowing this then, after he gets 
crushed. They get him out of there and you see him slowly crawling away. And then in the next shot, he's lying perfectly still. It looks like he's dead. Is he faking it probably? I don't know. Like, it's funny. Like, he's crawling. The next time you see him, he's lying still looking dead-like. Then they pan away and Indy and Shorty are having like a moment and they pan right. back. They, they All sh- of us. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they show where he was and he's gone. He's gone? Yeah. He va- he's, he's vanished. That's kind of neat though. So at that point, I guess you're supposed to, I mean, to me, like if we were watching this, not knowing this, you'd think it was like the next day and the guy didn't come back and lay down in the same spot. <laughs> yeah, right. But they worked that into the story that he gets away. And that's kind of cool. They're always kind of like the the British soldiers are always kind of like on the lookout for him that he's going to start another cult somewhere else. That that is neat. I liked it. The the actor's name is Roshan Seth. He does a lot. I mean, a lot of Indian and British cinema. He was in. I wrote down because I mean I know that you and I would be most interested in anything that had to do with American cinema. Uh, he was in Gandhi before the Gandhi came out before uh, this movie, so he was in that first um he was in street fighter with van damme oh my god he was in a movie that i really like called not without my daughter uh with uh, sally field yeah the, yeah i've never seen it but i heard of it the one that i thought was the funniest was he was in. you remember this movie i i remember seeing it just because I worked at a movie theater and i saw every movie i had to look up the cast but i you remember the movie vertical limit yeah with um robin is he in it yeah chris o'donnell yes so Chris O'Donnell has to climb K2 to rescue I like, remember his this, wife. yeah. And Scott Glenn and Bill Paxton are in it. Bill Paxton, okay. Yeah, and this, okay. this guy's in Vertical Limit. That was like the one thing that, that was like, Vertical Limit? That's, yeah, that's Chatter on, his, on his resume. So the last guy we're going to talk about is Captain Philip James Blumbert. Is that the real big fat guy? He's the British soldier that's sitting next to Indy at the dinner. He's you know. eating... <laughs> Add that shit or no? No, nah, he doesn't eat. They only sh- he drinks wine. He's actually kind of oh, in the red in the red and black out. He's in his uniform. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he actually stirs his wine with like his pink with his, like, yeah. his red ring finger. In fact, at one point the eels start coming towards him, and he's like pushing them he's away, shooting, like shooting. he's scared yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there isn't a whole lot about him. There's a, the one thing that the, was kind of interesting is that in the movie Howard the Duck with uh, that. George Lucas also made, unfortunately. Right. There is another character named Philip Blumbert. So he used the same... T- it's the guy that Tim Robbins plays in Howard the Duck. Well, that's kind of neat, actually. He was involved in this eradication of the thuggies back when they first got there. And his infantry is called the 11th Puna Rifles. He even says that in the movie. He's there for sort of a surprise inspection because he's heard of the rumors of the thuggy activity in the area and because that's that's his jurisdiction, he just kind of pops in there. Like, Chatterlaw doesn't know that Indy's coming, and he doesn't know that this guy's coming either. Hmm. So then they kind of, like, were like, well, let's have a dinner. Right. So that's all there really is about them. I mean, the ne- that that scene with the archers, that is the next day. Like, I mean, it's it's really, like, that movie all takes place, like, in two days. I guess so, yeah. Like, yeah. from Club Obi-Wan to the bridge, that's really, it's like two nights. So I guess so, yeah. He's right. there and they, they, they save him the next day. I looked up the guy then. His name is Philip Stone. He does tons of British TV and movies. And he was in a lot of to me movies that like we would have heard of and, and cared about. He was in Flash Gordon, he was in a Clockwork Orange. And then I'm starting to read it and, and I see that he was in The Shining. And I'm looking at and, and I'm starting to like, yeah, he was in The Shining. And I look and that he he is Mr. Grady 
in The Shining. So anybody that's a Shining fan, I've seen it, but I'm drawn a blank. Who who is Mister? He's the guy. He's the he's the ghost that Jack Nicholson talks to the most. Oh, he's like a yeah. waiter, and he spills yeah. stuff on Jack Nicholson. He's the one that kills his daughters. Like that's him. So like he's like really one of the most major characters in The Shining. And I watched Chris and I were talking. I watched a documentary about the secrets in the shining called room 237 right and he was in some of the clips from from the movie and he looks exactly the same except he's thinner he has the same bald hairline same right, face right. same it's like i never put those two things together he's a big part of that movie he like he sounds like the, like a bigger star of the whole table like besides harrison yeah and all you know because of the i mean just from the shining alone yeah and and i'll let you guess because I will always bring this up. Would you like to guess which Bond movie he is in? I was hoping because I was getting worried that the kids weren't in, in the Bond film and then the no. other guy. What movie? Never let you down. Those people will always have been in a Bond movie. I want to say it's a Roger Moore one. It is. I want to say it's Octopussy. No. Damn it. Thunderball. Mm. Probably not one of my favorite Roger Moore's. Uh, he just plays like a Spectre agent. So Philip Stone is in Thunderball. Um cool i mean i really think it's cool yeah so i watched the movie today like i said and uh you get uh, the first clue you have even about the thuggies is that statue do you remember that statue that they find in the in the jungle yeah and all the bats yeah around. when the bats are flying around right um there's a uh, statue and it's got blood on it and, and and he gets the blood on his hand and and i always love that i already played you the clip because i love I love the way I watched some of the scenes. I swear I was even tearing up between short round and indie when he's like, you know, I love you and all that kind of stuff. Like in, like he's so upset. Yeah. And when Indy uh, say it right. What? When he says, I love you. Indy, I love you. <laughs> so he finds this statue and I just had to record this because it's like a dad talking to his kid. Like we both have sons and when they were little, if you didn't want him, like if you were afraid for them, he has like in just this one line, Harrison Ford has it in his voice, and I, I just I love it. I I I could listen to I I could watch some of the scenes between them all day. Don't what you look at. Don't come up here. Like there's nothing yeah, to that, yeah. but it's just like he he it's knows how he's he, afraid that he don't want he don't want his son to yeah see that he's sheltering him from from this atrocity like it's it, it, the look on his face it's like don't come up here like like he he's like really wants to protect him but you you, you posted or a fan posted something on our wall of that of like one of those classic norman rockwell paintings yes of of of, of uh of ending a short round like eating ice cream or something yeah at the lunch counter i told kelly i said if, if this is ever like a real print or somewhere a painting. This would be an awesome thing to have in the house. It would be. It's just like a sweet, tender moment. Yeah. Yeah, one of our listeners posted that, and I put it up. Anytime anybody on any of our shows puts gives something cool to us, I, if I put it up, I always give them props because, you know. It's really cool. It's and, really and touching. I don't remember moving. who it was at the moment, but I know I gave them props when I did it. Yeah. It is cool. But in watching that, I got your question. So... That's all I have on I didn't, those people. I didn't know. I didn't watch any of this, so I might get these all wrong. Well, all this stuff has to do with stuff in the movie. Okay. Okay. So, are you ready for ready, some fortune and glory, kid? All right. All right. All right. Question one. False. 
Question two. <laughs> Rhode Island. <laughs> Rhode Island. Question three, six inches. What's that? <laughs> That's the answer to the question. Oh, okay. I thought you were... Comet, what are you doing? I thought you were uh, coming on to me. What is the dog doing? I have no idea. Bubby. Bubby. Oh, baby, come <laughs> All right. Here's your question. We've mentioned this on the show before. It's something that you say that always makes me laugh. What is one of your favorite lines from any Indiana Jones movie that you always say when you get out of a car? We walk from here. Okay. We walk from here. All right. Comet. We walk from here. I comment. Here's your question. You can probably hear her panting on the Why? Why do they walk from there? Shit. Picture the scene if you can. What is going on in that scene and why do they need to walk? Because every time you get out of a car, I, 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 whoever is with you, you turn and say, We walk from here. I even have, even Kelly's been saying that lately. She does? Yeah, once in a while. She just says it. It's habit now. Why is he saying that? Why do they have to walk? Now, this is, they were on the elephants. Mm-hmm. Didn't they, weren't they like, didn't the, the people who they were with like take them away or they ran away or something they, they, the elephants are gone or it was tough terrain and the elephants couldn't walk where they were going I'm going with that I'm going with B tough terrain tough terrain yeah uphill or something and the elephants couldn't get up there and that's your final answer combine with the first part yes you can't combine <laughs> is it A or B we're going back to A is that your final For answer? the people that took the elephants. Yes, final answer, Regis. That is correct. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, yeah there he gets a I even watched he's so cool because they must have practiced this a million times. That elephant those elephants are trained. He wants to get down, the elephant puts its leg up in the air, like puts yeah. its knee up. Yeah. And he ever so coolly walks down this thing looking like he had done it a million times. Harrison did this? Yeah, he walks down the leg of this thing. It's not like he's looking for his footing. He's not even looking. He's walking down it like he's... that goddamn cool. Like he's walking down a flight of stairs. That that is cool. And the, uh, the guides are scared because of the thuggy statue. They turn and take all their shit. Yeah, see? They take the elephants and she's like, Andy, they're digging it down! Yeah, yeah, okay. And he says... We walk from here. I love that. We've all said that. You've said it. I think we both said it sometimes at the same time. Sure. Well, there you go. One for one. One for one. All right. Question number two. When Chatter Law starts getting angry with Indy, he keeps bringing up things that Indy's been accused of. Like, so Indy's bringing up these bad things that have happened, and Chatter Law's trying to make a point. Well, I've heard some bad things about you. Yeah. I'm going to give you an opportunity to get any of these right. If, if you get any of these right, you get the question. The one thing he brings up is he's been he was accused of being a blank in Honduras. What is he accused of being in Honduras? I don't know. A thief. Can you be more specific? You're right, but it, it it's a certain kind of thief. Think of archaeology more so. No, I'm trying it's like No, I, I really, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen, I've seen it's some kind of grave robber. No, 
using that one. Is that your answer? Yeah, I don't answer. It's correct. <laughs> You're good. Grave yes. robber, yes. He okay. accused he was accused of being a grave robber in Honduras. I'll give you the other one to see if you can get it. The Sultan of Madagascar threatened to have his blank cut off. Well, I think they never said it, but it was his penis. Yeah. Because it wasn't he said it wasn't my hands and he's, he's rubbing his hands and they said something else. Yeah, well the first chatter law says says to have your head cut off and he's like, No, yeah, it wasn't right. my head. And he's like, Your hands perhaps and, and he's he like down it and wasn't my hand. A misunderstanding. You got that is exactly right. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't watch this? I today? swear to God, I did not watch. Yeah, this he kind of laughs and he looks. He looks at his it dick his groin, and he yeah. says, uh, "My uh, misunderstanding." Yes, yes. This is always a cool scene, and he does it so well. Yeah, he looks at his dick so so awesomely. So he was probably messing with the Sultan of Madagascar's daughter or something. You're that, yeah. you are on fire. All right, you, here's awesome. the last one. Okay, sixteen. Inches. How does Indy discover the hidden passage to the thuggy underground we've cult? All, we've all done this. In Willie's room. He, he, how does he discover it? How does he discover that? It's, I know you're t- going to talk about putting his hands on the boobs. The breasts, and, correct. I don't mean that. How does he even know that there's a I know passage? This. I've seen this every time because he sees like a breeze on some kind of um, plant on a table. Final answer. That's the final answer. I know that for a fact. That is absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. There's flowers in a room, and, and there's it's a moving. breeze. You could, you could, and then he looks over like what a maybe a crack is might be or something. Yeah. And he puts his hands on the boobs, and, and she's she like, "I'm right here." here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even need to watch these movies. I know. I am an expert. You are. I'm impressed. But what's what's so? I I mean, people hate her at times, Kate Capshaw. But what year was that? Eighty four. I guess we were 11, you know, mm-hmm. 12, I guess when we, we finally around that time. Yeah. You know for a fact we both had the hots for her. Yeah. Watching her today. Is it is, is she annoying stuff? No. she To me, she's not. She's not. I never found her annoying. I think she does a good job. It's supposed to be an annoying character. Right. Um, And, and I've always found her attractive. I told you, Dreamscape, man. You got to. Yeah, I've seen that. Dreamscape. It's, she's it's something else. And, and Space Camp. I've, I've always been a big fan. But... Uh, there are scenes where she's wearing like a tube top, like a midriff. Yeah, can you see curves? No, you can see a lot of. Uh, I don't want to call it flab. Um, there's in some in, in, on her. On her, she's not. She's not heavy. Right. She's just not toned. Is she is she thick? You see, like she's not thick. How about doughy. Yeah, doughy's closer. And I'm not saying. I mean, I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> But, but hey, I love fucking crackers. Well, yeah, that only <laughs> enhances things. So she, there's just something going on there. It's just not, you know how like I mean, women today they would be they'd have been in the gym and that would be rock hard abs. Yeah, She's yeah. just a little, a little, Woo-hoo. yeah. I don't, <laughs> and she's not. She's by no means heavy. It's just I don't know how to explain it. Go, is it, is this go where, look at it. Is this where Spielberg met her and was she still married to the other one? Who was she married to before? I thought it was the voice of E.T. Like the driver, or what's her name? Rogers, maybe Roger, or no? Who, Spielberg? Yeah. I thought you meant she was married. No, 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 no. I don't think, I don't think she was married yet. He was married to, um, uh, what's her name? She's in Carrie. Spacek? No. The other girl in Carrie, the nice girl in Carrie. The know. one that wants to be her friend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Amy Irving. That's it. Yeah. That's who he was married to. 
Is wasn't that ET's voice supposedly or no? Was it ET's voice was some old lady? Okay, with like Deborah Winger is what people often fine. think is the voice of ET, but it's it's an urban legend. It's some the, the voice of ET is some like ninety year old woman who smoked her whole life. <laughs> Out. Don't smoke. <laughs> home. Phone <laughs> home. Give me some cigarettes. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's all we got for this one. Awesome. We have to figure out who we're doing next. Do you have any requests? Who, who are we doing for, for Crusade now? Crusade. Crusade. Yeah. Let me let me look here, Dave. All right. I'm telling you right now, these characters are, are becoming pretty um pretty darn thin. Yeah. Because we've we've done where are we at now? Episode wise. I don't know. I don't listen to this show. Me neither. If you can't think of anybody, I'd be willing to do, and I'm sure the research is long, but I'd be willing to do Henry Jones Sr. That's a long one. That could be. Because we are running out of characters and like I don't I love I like combining characters like this because there isn't you couldn't do a single episode with these guys. The Ground Knight? Yes. That was like the second episode. Why is he here? Butler. You guys actually have a spot. That's right. That was one of our best episodes. Yeah, there was this really shit, Dave. There's really like like no one. Oh. Oh. We had to talk to him just last week. Derek Lyons? We did. German soldier. I doubt there's enough for a whole episode on German soldier number seven. I wonder if there's one on Nick Gallard. The tank crewman hit by the periscope. <laughs> yeah, Dave, you're. I'll do. Uh, we'll, we'll do Henry Jones. We, I mean, we sound gonna, like we're. Is this gonna? This is. I hate to say this. We're starting to wind down on this show. Yeah, the, the characters are getting winding down, but maybe this leaves us open for another in character show down the road. Of or, what? Or another something else. Something else we could. Back to the Future in character, <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Episode number one, Mayor Goldie Wilson. Mayor. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll do. I'll, we'll do because Hen- I'm being uh, here. Ew. We can, we can't do indie. I mean, no, never. He's next. We did Marcus, Elsa, Sala, Walter Donovan, Vogel, Kazim, Brown Knight. Then all the rest are like we did Fedora. Yep. I mean Butler. Now the rest is like this: Herman, Roscoe. That's that's the that's his gang. The, the gang. There isn't much about those guys. Seriously, young young. Ooh, how about young? Pan- Panama hat. I looked him up. There's nothing. Okay. Because I always like that guy too. But all the rest, they have Scout One. How about that one? <laughs> Scout One. If not, we can do Scout Two. I think we're ready for. Uh, is this? I I hate. Is this the finale of Last Crusade's characters? I think so. Holy shit, Dave! What? We'll close out. This Last is a Crusade. moment. Well, maybe next time will be a moment. We can have a funeral for Last Crusade. We'll close out Last Crusade with Henry Jones Sr. Sounds good to me. Yeah, this is going to be our last um, character in Crusade. All right. Well, join us in. Where Sean Connery will say... Do it, dude. No, I want to hear you. <laughs> you put him in a family patch. <laughs> <laughs> I found the cure for the plague of the 20th century and I've lost it. Where's my car? This gonna be Junior? A, this is gonna be a lot Junior, this is gonna be a lot of Sean Connery impressions on that one. Have you seen our car? How are we going to get where we're going? <laughs> we walk from here. Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones in Character. Indiana Jones in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. 
For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit www.neozaz.com. The Indiana Jones and Character Podcast is not endorsed by nor affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.ijic.neozaz.com for the latest Indiana Jones in character episodes and information.